Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Injured Reserve Podcast with your host, me, myself, and I, Mitchell Anderson. So let's jump right into it, shall we? Game two, Cleveland, Indiana. Man, all eyes on LeBron James, the king. Uh, believe that. So let's just say, Cle- uh, not, excuse me, LeBron James put up one of his best playoff performances. 46 points, 5 assists, 12 rebounds, and on top of 2 steals as well. So you look at this, Cleveland won 197, second game in Cleveland, going to Indiana for game 3. And you're looking at, okay, Cleveland, you know, they're getting their things together. They won by 3, but that's alright. But really, is that all you saw? No, I'm, I'm, I'm telling y'all, I mean, not to hate on any Cleveland fans or anything, let's take an in-depth look at this, all right? Let's take a look at the box score, all right? Indiana, they don't have a superstar player. They got they have a potential star player, Victor Oladipo. 22 points last night. No, 9 of 18, 2 of 8 from the 3. 16 points from Darren Collison, 18 points from Miles Turner. Lance Stevenson put up 10 points. Then you take a look at Cleveland, right? Obviously, I, I named LeBron. 15 points from Kevin Love. He was cold, 5 of 16. 12 points from Kyle Korver. Only 6 points from George Hill. And J.R. Smith practically been MIA lately. I don't know what's going on with him with 5 points. And the bench, uh, might as well not have a bench. 2 points, Larry Nance. 5 from Hood. Jordan Clarkson, too. It just it doesn't get any better for, from there on out. So you got to think of it like this, right? Cleveland shot, right, from the three-point last night, almost 40% from the three-point line, right? Almost 40%. Compared to Indiana's 27%. And Cleveland only won by three. Think about that. They only won by three. Indiana shot overall 52%, which is not bad. And Cleveland shot 50%. And that's the only reason because they were hot from the threes last night. They're 11 out of 28. I got to tell y'all, I'm going to be honest. I really think Indiana's a shot. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to game five. And Indiana's going to try and finish this in six. They win game five. I think they even the series split. Going back to Indiana, it'll be 2-2. They'll win a close one, 3-2 in Cleveland in game game five, and they're going to go for the kill. Their best chance is game six at back at home in Indiana. I think they shocked the world, and I don't think it's going to be that big of a shock, though, because they were 48-34, and Cleveland finished season 50-32. The question is, the better question, I should say, is LeBron James on the ejector seat, right? Uh, when I mean by that, I think he might be out of here. 15th year, 33 years old, not really, not enough talent. Everyone said Cleveland, Cleveland won in the Kyrie trade. I told everyone, no, they didn't. Kyrie's the heart and soul of that team before LeBron came back. He was the heart and soul when they won the first title in Cleveland. It was all eyes on LeBron, obviously, when it should have been all eyes on Kyrie. He was the one that hit the three-point shot to put the nail in the coffin game seven in Golden State. That got Cleveland their first title ever in franchise history. He was the heart and soul of that team. 
And as soon as they let him go, I'm like, that's going to be the biggest mistake Cleveland ever did. And they struggled ever since. They just, they just got LeBron and Kevin Love. And I think LeBron, my prediction, it's not L.A. Just because he has a home in L.A. doesn't mean he's going to go there. A lot of athletes have different homes somewhere else. Doesn't signify that they're going there. His best place, if he goes to L.A., it's, think of it this way. If he goes to the Los Angeles Lakers, right, it's basically going from one... It's basically going from Cleveland to just a different location, location, right? It's just the only thing it they got. Lakers have talent. Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo a ball. He's a bust. Let that go. That's it. They're you know they that's it. LeBron doesn't want to go from one Cleveland team to another. He's just relocating to another seed. That's just just as sorry as Cleveland is now. His best bet is Philly. I think that's where his heart and mind is at. Even his own teammates right now in the Cavaliers squad doesn't know where he's going. He hasn't said a word. Um, Ben Simmons is the future of the NBA. Joel Embiid, a lot of talent there. They're young. And for the next decade, I honestly believe Philadelphia 76ers, this is going to be the worst. This could be the worst 76ers team you're going to see for the next decade. I do believe that they're going to win a title sometime, somewhere down the line within the next 10 years. And if if LeBron goes there next year, you best believe they're winning a title next year. Ben Simmons, Embiid, and LeBron, that's his best bet. LeBron, he he wants to get that fourth ring. That's, that's how he gets it done. He goes to Philly. In Cleveland, don't be mad at LeBron. He brought you all a title. Well, just believe this. You let the mistake of Kyrie Irving. But I believe LeBron goes to Philly. And if he goes there next year, they'll win it all. (laughs) That doesn't justify anything when it comes to his, you know, his status on the GOAT thing. Let's put this to rest, right? The whole, like, LeBron's the GOAT, not even close. Like I said before, he's like a Scottie Pippen, but more athletic, scores more. And he's, in a sense, he shoots like Larry Bird, but just passes better. And people, for some reason, have a hard time believing it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Larry Bird averaging, tw- he, he averaged like 24 points and 10 boards. I gave you all the stats a few few episodes ago. And that's okay. That's not a bad thing. It's, it's all right. LeBron's a phenomenal player. He's just not in that GOAT status. He's top 10, possibly top 5, debatable. But, you know, my top five is biased regardless, you know, so. Um, man, just, uh, yeah, I just, uh, LeBron, LeBron goes to Philly. And he goes there next year, and they win it all. That's my prediction. He'll get his fourth ring. And I, I, I don't know, because he's 15 years in. And you got to think, a 33-year-old, 15-year veteran, he... Like, anyone that thinks they grasp the concept that he's going to L.A., that's blasphemous. Philly is the market team. That is the team to be. If he ever wants a shot, possibly defeating a Golden State or a Houston Rockets, that is the team. He's Father, Father Time is undefeated. I, I'm sorry for anyone that, you know, it happens to the best of us. It's okay, but... LeBron goes to Philly next year. Not not to scare anyone from Cleveland, but prepare for Armageddon when that day does come in the offseason. 
He's not staying in Cleveland. Unless Cleveland makes some big moves, but from what I've read, they're, they're maxed out on cap. And it's just... the Y'all paid J.R. Smith way too much money, and it's just... Should have kept Kyrie. If, you, if Cleveland would have kept Kyrie this year, then I would say, yeah, they're going to the finals again. But that ain't going to happen. And so, it just, it is what it is. So, but hey, I'm going to take a quick little break. And this is Injury Reserve Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to Injured Reserve Podcast, and uh, another a couple of other games are on. You know, Houston, Minnesota. Houston blew Minnesota out the water, one hundred two to eighty two. That game, man. Like as I, I claimed before in my last episode, or maybe an episode before that, I'm a fan of Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, but. What is going on? I don't know if it's the players or if it's the coach or maybe both, but someone needs like no one, no one else will say it. I'll say it. Someone needs to kick in the ass on like wake up when it comes to that team. That team is so talented, and I don't know if, what it is. Wiggins has superstar potential, and same thing with Carl Anthony Towns. But like, there's no spark. There's no drive. There's no motivation to it. No one is just taking the, you know, the initiative, like, give me the ball and let's go. Uh, man, Andrew Wiggins, only 13 points. Carl Anthony Towns, 5 points. Jimmy Butler, 11. Like, what? That's three amazing players right there that, you know, that each one should be getting at least 20 points a game. That should be 60 points for the team right there, and you only finish the night with 82. Taj Gibson, only 8 points. He should be getting at least 12. Jamal Crawford, 8 off the bench. And he's won 6th Man of the Year award before. He should be, you know, he knows his role. He should be doing a little bit better than that. Derrick Rose, 9 points. You know, we don't expect from Derrick Rose anymore. He, you know, he, he was one of my favorite players. And it's a shame what's going on with him. And he just, he ain't the 2011 Derrick Rose that we used to love and known he's basically take how can i describe this i'm gonna gonna be a nerd and uh i'm gonna bring up a dragon ball z analysis he's basically uh gohan from the cell saga he was badass got that super saiyan 2 potential right he got that and then after that after the cell saga episodes he just fell off the map he became a dude that just didn't want to fight and become a, a student and a husband and that was it so basically, 2011 Derrick Rose, Super Saiyan 2, Gohan from the Soul Saga, and take him to what he is now. That's basically the best analysis I can make for anyone that you know that may not know basketball that well, or is maybe a nerd like me. So with that said, Derrick Rose, you know we don't expect a lot to come from him. Nine points though, that's pretty solid. Come off the bench, not too bad. But man, I. Someone out of that three, Jimmy Butler, Wiggins, or Towns, someone needs to wake up. The coach needs to get, I won't say in their face, but like, you know, kind of be up in arms like, look, what's going on? Do you guys not realize how talented you are? We got two, two out of the three players in our starting lineup that won rookie of the year. 
Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns. So one of y'all have to do something or someone has to be willing to take over the game. Hence, just like what LeBron did. No one was willing to do anything, so LeBron's like, all right, this is going to be my night. I'm going to bring everything I can. And they barely won. That's what Andrew Wiggins should have did or Carl Anthony Towns. And they probably would have had a shot at winning game two. James Harden, way off. That doesn't help his uh, campaign for MVP. He, God, he was he was just awful. It was actually Chris Paul that went off last night. So kudos to him for CP3. And then, shockingly enough, the Utah Jazz beat the Oklahoma City Thunder 102-95. Donovan Mitchell just shooting lights out. Unbelievable game by him, by the rookie, I, I think soon to be rookie of the year. He was 0-7 for 7 from 3, but... Besides that, I mean, 28 points. I believe he's kind of got like that Russell Westbrook drive in him almost in a sense. Um, 20 points from Derek Favors. Rick, Rick, even Ricky Rubio, who's not really notorious for knowing to be scoring a lot. 22 points, uh, 9 assists. You know, he, he did his job. He did his thing. Crazy enough, though, I mean, man. Uh Cold night, cold night for Oklahoma City Thunder. 6-21 from Paul George, 18 points from him. 17 points from Carmelo Anthony. He was 6-18, of and the 7-19 from Russell Westbrook finished in the night with 19. I mean, man, you guys got to, just like the Minnesota Timberwolves, that team of kind of caliber, you got to step up your game. You you know the talent. You got the keys there. You got the elements to win a title. I'm not going to say this year, but I do believe within, you know, if they stick with this roster, they do have a chance at the title. A lot of people are, are pretty heavily criticized when it comes to Russell Westbrook. Criticizing him like, it, is he really a team player? Is he helping his team? Is he hurting his team? This and that. The thing that doesn't help Russell Westbrook is when your two other players don't contribute. 6 of 18 from Melo and then uh, 6 of 21 from Paul George. I don't see how that's Russell Westbrook hurting the team. To be honest with you, I don't know why. So Russell Westbrook, yeah, he's he's not the he's the last one to even talk or defend because he was shot of seven and nineteen. But when you're trying to get your team to the promised land and you get thirteen assists and your team isn't developing as well, I don't see how much I don't see how he's not a team player. He's cold, so he's trying to get his teammates, you know, in check and get hot. But it doesn't help when. You got two other players who are also superstars, or I would say one superstar. George is just more of a star. I mean, I don't think he's hurting his team at all. And you think, you look back at the Oklahoma City Thunder years back when they had James Harden and Kevin Durant. Man, what could have been? And everyone labels Russell Westbrook as a bad guy back during that era, too. And I, it's not his fault that Harden left, it's not his fault that Kevin Durant left. They're not saying, no one really said he's a bad teammate. It's just, you know, they went and did their own thing. They they didn't want to be the Robin. They, you know, they wanted to be Batman of their own team. You could see James Harden. He's the Batman of Houston. Same thing. Oh, it's debatable on Kevin Durant. Uh, but it's pretty obvious, you know, Durant's the best player. Uh, Athletic-wise, Durant's the best player in Golden State. So, I would say he's pretty much the Batman of that team. He took control of the NBA Finals last year, so that's fair to say. Um, I just don't think Russell Westbrook is as bad as everyone says he is. Obviously, average triple-double, not once, but twice now, back-to-back seasons, making a case for his MVP campaign. I don't think he's going to win it. 
if anyone, I think LeBron James should win the MVP, but who knows how that's going to go down with him, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, etc. So, yeah, I just, who knows how that's going to go down. And then tonight, uh, hearts, my hearts and prayers and condolences to Greg Popovich. Always liked him as a coach, and uh, it's crazy. I don't know. I never heard any reports of issues with his wife. His wife passed away yesterday, so he's not going to be here. Or not here, but not going to be there for game three tonight against uh, uh, Golden State, San Antonio. I don't know who's taking uh, in charge as the interim coach, but... You know, a lot of people are pretty sad over this. That who knew? I never knew his wife had any, you know, history of illness before. So, yeah, it's just gonna, it's gonna be. Uh, I think this might be the end of the San Antonio dynasty. Like I said before, I don't think Kawhi is gonna, you know, stay in San Antonio. I don't think Greg, Greg Popovich is getting up there in age too, and he's been coaching there since David Robinson was there. It's been a long time. I just, you know, I don't I don't think he, he he has much time left in San Antonio. I I'd be really surprised if Kawhi comes back just, you know, in spite to, you know, just to ease the tension now that with the whole Greg Popovich and his wife thing, but I don't think that's going to be the case. But who knows? Um I think Golden State they're they're going to get the sweep. The those sweep San Antonio. They got no chance. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't see anything coming about uh, that tonight in Game 3. It is in San Antonio. Unless, well, they could win it just for Pop to get one, but who knows? I don't I don't know. Golden State, they're just, they're, they're a heavy team, man. They're stacked. Then we also got Philly and Miami tonight. That's going to be interesting. Uh, game 3, Miami. Uh Dwayne Wade looked like his old Dwayne Wade self. Game two. I <laughs> guess that's what happens when you have a future Hall of Famer. In, or I think he is in the Hall of Fame now. But Allen Iverson and then comedian Kevin Hart provoke you and antagonize you the entire game. That sparks a plug into Dwayne Wade. Uh, I l- always loved Dwayne Wade. Uh, always a fan of him, a.k.a. The Flash. I don't know if people still call him that or if anyone remembers that was his nickname. But... Uh, I remember him during his mark uh, when he went to Marquette during those days and whatnot. So, uh, man, I don't know. Uh, Miami, they they they're solid though. I can't lie. Uh, as much as much as I preached Philly, you know, what I mean, like I said, this is the worst Philly team you're gonna get for the next decade. That you know. So if if Miami beats Philly, then you know, six seed beating a three seed, it's Miami. They got. You know, they got more experience. Philly, you know, still young. I would not be surprised. Dwayne Wade, playoff Dwayne Wade, I should say. Whole different level. He's taken over games before. He's done it years back when he had Shaq against Dallas Mavericks back in 06. They were down 0-2, and they end up winning four straight to win the title in Miami. So I would not be surprised if Dwayne Wade uh, is able to keep it up. Everyone thinks, oh, that's just game two. That's just... You know, that's the old Dwayne Wade that we know. He's not, you know, he won't do that game three. Don't be surprised. Just because Dwayne Wade, yeah, he's 33, 34, whatever. Man, still have faith in D-Wade. He still has that spark in him. He still has that dog in him. 
There's a, that's why that's so I was wanting to see Miami versus Cleveland first round because honestly I do believe Miami would have a better chance than Indiana simply because LeBron something when, when LeBron and D Wade face off each other D Wade has that killer will that mentality of like you are the enemy and LeBron James isn't that guy and that's okay it's just Dwayne Wade you know uh, he's just he's willing to get the job done. When it comes to facing his, you know, his friends on the court, quote unquote, he's like, we're friends off the court, but on the court, you know, I'm going to attack you all day. And that's what I like about Dwayne Wade or Russell Westbrook or Kobe Bryant, you know, so that's, it's a rare thing to see nowadays. So I don't know. I think honestly, I, I, I think I, I would take Miami tonight game three. I think Miami takes it. And then I think Philly, they'll take game four and then they'll, you know, I think Philly will will finish it in six, though. Or it could be seven, but I think they'll finish it in six, though. But, uh, um, but hey, that's all we I got time for today. I just thought, you know, do a little preview after last night's games. LeBron going off, obviously, where he's going and whatnot. And then the whole Philly situation. And then Miami and Greg Popovich, like I said, uh, my condolences to, to that family. But, uh, man, it's just, yeah, it's the NBA playoffs. Uh, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be wild. I, I really, I don't think Cleveland comes out the East. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy. I really, uh, I, like I said, the world, don't be shocked if Indiana win, wins the series first round against Cleveland. Because, uh, I don't know, LeBron, 15 years, played over 3,000 minutes this year. Like I said, he's he's running on fumes. He's 33 years old, man. Uh, there's only so much you can do, especially like last night. He put up over 40 points. His team still barely won. So, yeah, it's just oof. I think LeBron gets tired. And I think Indiana, you know, they're young. They play as a team. They... So it's just, I don't know. It's going to be crazy. But, uh, hey, that's all I got for today. I appreciate anyone that's tuned in to Inter-Reserve Podcast. Until then, I'm signing off. And thank you all. Have a great day.